Welcome, welcome to the good old days of radio show and happy new year to everyone out there. All the people who listen to this show on a regular basis, on a semi-regular basis, whatever. Happy new year to you all. It's 2023 and we have a jam-packed year ahead of doing more and more of these things. I guess we have enough shows to last through 2023. We'll see, but we think so. Going to start off the new year with my favorite, Groucho Marx, uh, an episode of You Bet Your Life from January 6th, 1954. That's as close to a New Year's show as I could get. The You Bet Your Life program was pre-recorded, so I don't know if they ever even referenced a New Year's program. But I thought, since I like Groucho, this is very popular with... Uh, you, you guys who listen to the podcast, you like Groucho, so we'll start the new year with Groucho. How's that? January 6th, 1954, You Bet Your Life. Ladies and gentlemen, the secret word tonight is table. T-A-B-L-E. Really? You bet your life. <laughs> It's Groucho Marx in You Bet Your Life, a comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood and brought to you by the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers, the dealers who now have on display the outstanding 1954 DeSoto Automatic with fully automatic power flight transmission and the all-new 1954 Plymouth, your best buy in the low-priced field. And now, here he is, the one, the only... Well, here I am again with $3,000 for one of our couples. George, who's first? Well, Groucho, just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected a student, Barbara Steele. Her partner is Miss Elizabeth Ryan. So, ladies, would you please come in and meet Groucho Marx? Welcome, welcome for the DeSoto Plymouth dealer. Say the secret word and divide it $100. It's a common word, something you see every day. Let's see, uh, Barbara Steele and Elizabeth Ryan. We, now, which is which? I'm Barbara Steele. I'm uh, Elizabeth Ryan. You're Elizabeth Ryan. Uh, well, Barbara, I'll start with you. Uh, what is your hometown? <laughs> well, I was born in Honolulu on the island of Oahu. Oh. And may I ask your age? Twenty. Twenty, huh? Mm -hmm. Are you uh, married? No. You're not married, uh, huh? Why not? I'm still looking. Well, you can be looking and still be married, can't you? Well, I don't think so. No? Elizabeth uh, Ryan, that, that, uh, that name, uh, where are you from originally, Elizabeth? Well, I was born in Anaheim, but I lived all of my... I was brought up in Santa Monica. Oh, you're a fine-looking woman, Elizabeth. Could you give us some idea of your age? Uh, well, I think you and I might be just about the same age. How about that? The subject is closed, and I'll thank you not to bring it up again. <laughs> Elizabeth, that's, that's pretty formal for this show. Uh, you mind if I call you Liz? Well, I'm not awfully keen about that. About what? Being called Liz. What do you suggest I call you? Bunny. Bunny? <laughs> you know, Bunny Ryan is a, is, rings a kind of a bell. That's a very familiar, well-known name. Used to be a great tennis player by that name. Did you ever hear of her? I knew her awfully well. You did? That's me. That's you? Yes. Yeah. Well, it's a great honor for us to have you here, Bunny. I doubt if the small fry in our audience are 
familiar with your athletic achievements, so could you tell us some of the titles you've won over the years? Let me think now. Wimbledon, of course, comes first. Wimbledon. Huh? That's the world championship. I played quite a long time, so I managed to collect 19 world championships. Your house then? must be full of 10 cups, huh? <laughs> then, uh, <laughs> let's see. Well, then, actually, I won the singles championship of about 10 countries, I think. Russia, for one. Russia? Yes. They play tennis over there? Yes, they did. What do they use, meatballs for... <laughs> Barbara, let's chat with you for a moment. Is tennis your game, too? No, it isn't. What is your racket? Well, I'm studying opera, voice. Opera? Well, that's mm -hmm. a worse racket than tennis, isn't it? <laughs> no! Are you a howling success at this? Uh, well, Do you no. really sing opera? Oh, yes, uh-huh. You don't weigh 300 pounds. Well, Unless, of course, your cadenza is deceiving. <laughs> well, Mr. Marks, you don't have to weigh 300 pounds anymore to sing. You don't? Opera. No, sir. I'd lady like... opera singers are paying more attention to the scales than they used to, I suppose, huh? Oh, definitely. <laughs> Where do you do your studying? At the Los Angeles Conservatory of Music and Arts. Oh, that sounds very impressive, and I hope you're a big success someday. Now, Bunny, what are you doing now? Well... I gave up teaching tennis, of course, which was my first love and always would be. So here I came back to the West, my own state, California. And what do you think I'm doing now? I'm selling real selling estate. Real estate? In Beverly Hills. Oh. Yes. Went from one racket to another. <laughs> well, now the time has come to play your bet your life. All you have to do is win more than our other couples, and you'll get a chance at the big question later. All right, now you choose uh, music as your category. Let's see how much money you can make. Now, uh, you can pick any question from 10 to 100. Which question do you want? A $10 one, 50, 80, 100? Oh, we don't know which they are. No, no, no. Which and I'm not gonna tell 10? you. They right. get increasingly difficult yes. as you go right. along. How Ten. much? The first one. That you want the $10 yes. one? Yes. All right. Mm -hmm. This is a kind of a warm-up. Uh, you're yes. just volleying now, right? Yes, rallying. Right. Uh, rallying, yes. What is a district or area in New York that is devoted to publishers and composers of popular music called? We know that. Tin, Tin Pan, Pan Alley. Alley. Tin Pan Alley, that's right. Now you've got $10. <laughs> now, uh, which question do you want? Three, Three. then. Three, a $30 one. Mm -hmm. Bill can't help loving that man, old man Reverend, and make believe of songs from the score of a great musical. What is the name of this book? Uh. Showboat. Showboat. Showboat is right. You now have $40. Now what question do you want to grab? Let's try the fifth one. All right, fine. Five. A $50 one? Yes. What musical instrument does Isaac Stein play? Talk it over. Piano? Piano? No, violin. It's all right. You still have the other money. You kept your $40 that you had. And also your dignity. Oh, thank you. Now, which one do you want? Now, we, we, in order to do well, we must take a hard one, mustn't we? Well, you can take a $100 one, $40 yeah. one, Should $80, we take a $70 one? Let's. All right, $70, $70 one. Yes. Mm -hmm. What do you call it when you pluck the strings of a violin with the fingers instead of using the bow? You should know that. I think you're both playing the bass line here, Bunny. Yeah, I know. Well, take a stab if you don't know. Plucking it. Pizzicato. Oh, no. Well, you wind up with $40. $40. Thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Sorry you didn't win.
All right, George, who's next? Well, Groucho, we have a drug salesman chosen by our studio audience, uh, Mr. Frank Hops, and a housewife is his partner, Mrs. Louisa Daria Beggy. And here they come. Folks, would you come in, please, and meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, youngsters, to You Bet Your Life. Say the secret word and you'll divide $100. It's a common word, something you see every day. Louisa Daria Beggy, is that right? Yes, that's right, Daria I'd, I'd say that's a Czechoslovakian name, is that true? No, that's a Persian name. Persian? Persian, yeah. Hmm. That's, I knew you had a Persian accent the minute <laughs> you opened your mouth. <laughs> when did you leave Persia to come to this country? I've never been in Persia. Well, where are you from? I'm from Holland. Oh, well, that follows. Now, start from scratch. Why do you have a Persian name if you were born in Holland? I married a Persian boy, but... Uh, I met him two years ago in San Francisco. Uh -huh. And I married him a year ago in Los Angeles. Well, how did a girl from Holland ever find a boy from Persia in a place like California? Eh? Well, there was a party and there were many Persian boys in Oh, they had a San party Francisco. in Frisco and they invited all the Persians? Yeah. And then after about a week, then I got the a call. The party lasted a week? <laughs> no, the party lasted only one night. Long night. A long night. Yeah. <laughs> well, you how long have you been in this country, Louisa? Three years. Three years. Huh? Are you still married? Uh, yes. Are you happily married? Very happy. Uh, what did you think of New Amsterdam when your ship landed there? Isn't that New York? New, yeah. New York. You mean they changed the name? Yes. When did they do that? Oh, about 150 years ago. Really? Well, I haven't been there in the last 100 years. Oh, <laughs> How does it look now? Uh, well, uh, it's very, very hurry, hurry, hurry. Terrible. Hurry, hurry, yeah. Huh? What was, is that your impression of New York, Louisa? Well, I think, yeah, it is a kind of, that's my impression. That's when the only thing you... Uh, before I left the boat, I had counted all my luggage, and I knew I had six pieces. Uh -huh. And then I was thinking that I'm 41st. I never forget that moment anymore. What was mother doing now in Amsterdam? What's father doing now? Probably mother's thinking about me now. And you were standing I on 41st Street and Broadway yeah, with six pieces of baggage, thinking. wondering what your mother was doing in Holland. Yeah, <laughs> but that's how it goes when you go be soft in another country. And yeah. all I heard around me was all the time, ma'am, taxi, taxi, ma'am, ma'am, taxi, ma'am, taxi. Oh, and I got so nervous. Terrible. Well, most people were frightened when they first arrived in New York. I remember I cried for half an hour when I first I arrived. I did too. I was crying I'd for the first time. <laughs> no, in I my case, the doctor was holding me upside down at the time. <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as I found out my name was Julius, I cried all over again. <laughs> were you upside down when you were crying? No, I was in the, in the, in the subway when oh, I was you crying. Were in the subway. Well, that's a good place to cry. <laughs> Frank Hops, is that you? Frank Hops. Yes, Grosto. You, you're still here. Huh? Yes, I'm still what, here. What sort of work do you do? Well, I'm a medical detail man on the Stewart Company. I call on doctors to interest them in our medicines. Stewart Company? Yes. What's the Stewart Company? Well, the Stewart Formula was our first and best known product. Oh, the Stewart Formula? Oh, yes. I've seen Jimmy Stewart in a lot of formula pictures. <laughs> I'm curious to know how you operate. Uh, pretend I'm a doctor and you come in to see me now. Go ahead. What do you do first? Well, good morning, Dr. Marks. I'm... This is in the afternoon. <laughs> well, good afternoon, Dr. Marks. Oh, you got here too late. It's evening now. <laughs> Hi, Doc. <laughs> okay, Frank. Now, what can I do for you? Well, Dr. Marks, I wanted to acquaint you with our Stuart Normacid, which is a complete... Well, I'm glad to meet you. <laughs> well, this Stuart Normacid is a complete new approach to the... Stuart what? 
Normacid. Normacid. It's a hydrochloric acid product for subgastric oh. acidity. Oh. Hydrochloric acid. Da, 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 da. <laughs> now, uh, what does that do for you? Well, it. Uh, a lot of people are deficient in hydrochloric acid, and this product releases it gradually over a period of an hour and a half time by the use of carboxymethyl cellulose. That way, it more closely parallels... Okay, you get on the taxi with Louisa. <laughs> <laughs> Louisa, I'm curious about one thing. Why did you come to America and marry a Persian? Why didn't you marry an American? Well, I think I... I haven't got too much experience, and... You don't need uh, any more experience than, <laughs> for an American than I, I you can. do for a Persian, huh? <laughs> have you ever been out on a date with an American boy? Yes, I have. You have? Yeah. And? Well, uh, he was a kind of fast. Was, I mean... What do you mean? You couldn't catch him? Uh, well, he told me he would bring me home after Osbrook running. He took me home. And then uh, he didn't go home. He went to the Golden Gate Bridge. You know, that's Well, maybe he lived on the bridge. No, no, no. No, I found out he didn't, did not. And I took the bus home. And I didn't ever see him You took the bus home? Did you have the six suitcases with you? No. You were disposed of these by this time. This was seven months later. Oh. Well, don't you think a Persian would try the same thing on the first date? No, he did not. He didn't? No, he was. Did he take you to the bridge? No, he took me right home. He, he was did. very charming and, and very is, gentle. And then when uh, the time uh, came uh, for him to leave, what happened? And then he said, Louisa, it was a very charming night, and I enjoyed it very much, and then he gave me a kiss right here on my forehead. Oh, that kiss How did How do you it. know he just wasn't here, so I didn't miss the target? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure he did not, for he proved it later. <laughs> Frank, would you kiss a pretty girl on your first date? Well, uh, I think it depends on the girl. Uh, well, of I'd course it does. Her. But let's say the girl resembled Louisa. Well, I very likely would. <laughs> and would you kiss her on the forehead? Mm, well, I don't think so. I always reserve a kiss on the forehead for my grandmother or something. <laughs> Frank, I'm proud of you. You're as American as blackstrap molasses. <laughs> And I'm surprised both your eyes aren't black and blue. <laughs> well, I'd like to continue talking to you two, but now it's time to play your bet your life. Let's see how much money you can make. You selected sports. In the race for the $3,000, Bunny Ryan and her partner won $40, and the secret word is table. Now you have 10 questions. You can pick a $10 one, a 40, a 80, a 100. Mm -hmm. Now, what do you pick? And talk it over your partners. Well, let's start out with a $70 one, see what happens. Okay, the best trotters in the country meet annually at Goshen, New York. For what big harness race? The Hamiltonian? Yeah, You don't know, take a The Hamiltonian? Hamiltonian is right. Well, you're on your way, you have $70. Now, which one do you want to pick? Right. Sure. Say, this guy is full of vitamins, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> all right, George Mikan, or Meekin, M-I-K-A-N, is one of the all-time greats in what highly competitive sport? Basketball. Don't kiss her, just give her the answer. <laughs> Basketball? Basketball is correct. Now I have $150. Now what question do you want? 90. Yeah. Or 90. What collegiate football team is known as the Blue Devils? 
I believe it's Duke. Duke is right. <laughs> you now have $240. Now, what do you want? $100. $100. Sir <laughs> so Thomas Lipton spent a fortune trying to win a famous yachting trophy. What is this celebrated cup? Lipman. No, no, take a guess. Time's going. Well, it's the America's Cup. So that means... <laughs> you wind up with $240. Not too bad. Thanks no. and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth Thank you. It's nice to All right, George, who's next? Well, Groucho, we have a businesswoman, Mrs. Tilly Lewis, and her partner has an unusual hobby. So, folks, would you come in, please, and meet Groucho Marx? Welcome, welcome, kids, uh, for the Soda Plymouth dealers. Say the secret word and divide $100. It's a common word, something you see every day. Window. La Lamont Tapa and Tilly Lewis, eh? Thank you. Thank you, Where are you from, uh, Tilly? Well, I was born in Brooklyn, New York. Was this before the World Series or after the World Series? Well, it was before the World Series. You say you're a businesswoman? Yes, What kind I am. of a business do you have, Tilly? A tea room or a lending library? Well, I happen to be president and chairman of the board of a $20 million business. A $20 million business? Yes. Tilly, I realize this is pretty abrupt, but uh, I'm in a hurry. Will you marry me? <laughs> Well, I can't, Groucho, because I'm already married. I'll have him arrested. He jumped my claim. <laughs> think it over, Till. I'll get back to you in a minute. Now, let's see. You're Lamont Tupper. That's a pretty Tony name, yes, isn't sir. it? You have a very familiar face, Mr. Yeah. Tupper. Yeah. That is your face, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's my face. <laughs> I've seen you someplace. Where, where are you from originally? Leavenworth, Kansas. You're from Leavenworth. That's right. <laughs> well, that explains why your face is familiar. <laughs> Tilly, let's get back to you. Have you uh, thought over my proposal of marriage? Well, as I told you before, I'm already married, and then there's another obstacle. I have Me, to... you mean? No, I love my husband. Oh. What kind of business are you in, uh, Tilly? I'll but... call you Till, huh? All right, You have $20 million. You must have that in the till. I'll just... <laughs> what kind well, of business the... are you in? I'm in the canning business, you see. I'm canning busy. business? That's right. I don't understand. Just what do you mean by the canning business? You uh, cancel acts that are not good? Uh, no, no, we can fruits and vegetables. Oh. How did you get started with this outfit? You start with one can and then you uh, no, elaborated I, on this? I was in Italy and I saw a pear-shaped tomato called Pomodoro. Oh, I used to have a pear-shaped tomato in uh, Italy myself. <laughs> she was an opera singer with the La Scala. <laughs> Well, go on with your story. Well, I borrowed $10,000 and I went From to... From this pear-shaped tomato? That's absolutely right. And I went to California. Who did you find in Italy with $10,000, Tilly? Well, I found a canner there that was exporting these Italian tomatoes. Oh. And I induced him to lend me $10,000 and to go to California and start the pear-shaped tomato business in California. Mm -hmm. And it's been very successful, huh? Well, yes, it has been, really. Well, Lamont, as you've been standing there, I've been studying you. Uh, I want to... <laughs> as you're weaving back and forth in front of that microphone. 
I want to ask you one question. Haven't I seen you in our audience every week for the last uh, seven years? Well, yes, you have, Groucho. I've attended nearly every one of your shows. Well, why do you pick on this show? Do you really enjoy it that much? Well, sure. It's, it's, the, best sh it's the best show in town, and uh, besides, I have no other way, place to go. <laughs> well, as a matter of fact, I haven't either. <laughs> How do you manage to get in here every week? Do you well, dig your own tunnels through the floor? Well, I can't uh, even get enough tickets to take care of my friends. Well, as few as they you, are. Well, if I see three of my friends coming down the street, I know that they've got four tickets because the tickets come in pairs, see? Oh. And then I get them to give me a ticket. They're being friends of mine. And then if I see one friend of mine coming down the street, I know he's got two tickets, so I get him to give me one of them. So then I don't miss the best show in town. So. That's very shrewd, isn't it? That's very shrewd, yeah. How many shows do you go to every week? Forty, but I've cut it down to twenty lately. <laughs> you must know all the jokes, don't you? Uh, uh, no, I don't know all the jokes. Do you ever hear anything new? Oh, sure. I hear, I, hear quite, uh, I hear new jokes every time I come to your program. Is that so? I sure do. I wish I did, huh? <laughs> are you what they call a professional contestant? No. no what, what are you, uh, Lamont? Well, I'm just... Uh, uh, the, I'm, uh, that's just my hobby. That's, uh, it's my hobby to go to, uh, uh, to uh, radio shows and enjoy them. And... Uh, you like the murderer going back to the scene of the crime. That's right. Could you tell our listeners what a professional con contestant well, is? Well, a professional contestant is one who uh, reads all the newspapers and goes and reads all the encyclopedias and attends all the participation shows with the view of, of trying to win whatever money they can. Mm -hmm. Well, how many newspapers do you read in a day? Lamar? All of them. <laughs> You go to the library and read the encyclopedia? Why, sure. I spend at least 15 hours a week. That's another hobby of mine. I, uh, you go and spend at least 15 hours a week uh, in the library reading encyclopedia. In spite of all this, you're not a professional, though, huh? No, just an amateur. <laughs> well, when you're not going on radio and television shows, what do you do for entertainment? Do you go down to the bakery and smell <laughs> hot bread? No, I go to the... I take, uh, now in the summertime, I take bus rides and get the on the shady you, side, uh, well, side, well, shady side just, of the bus. Just a in the summer, you take bus, bus rides? Bus rides, and I can go, go for four hours on two fares, see? What else do you like to do besides riding on the bus? Well, I go to Kino shows at night and I have a chance of winning one to $100, and I see your shows all the time there. I see, and I enjoy him very much, Groucho. Keno? You see me on Keno? No, on Keno. On the shows where you pay 30 to 40 cents, and you have a chance of winning to one to $100, and I see some of your old shows like Monkey Business and, oh, and, go, and A Day at the Races and all those. And they I have to have, have Keno in order to suck the people <laughs> into the theater. <laughs> well, uh, well, that's the only way they can pack them in. Well, you're very flattering, uh, <laughs> Well, the time is about run out for conversation. Now, let's see if you both can make a lot of money tonight. You're going to play your bet your life for a chance at the big question later. In the race for the $3,000, Mrs. Darya Beji and her partner are leading with $240. All right, now pick any question from 10 to 100. 100. $100. All right. All right. Victoria Falls, one of the largest in the world, are in what? African River. Zambezi. Zambezi is right. Huh? <laughs>
You're on your way with $100. This kid hasn't spent all his time at Keno, huh? <laughs> Sam Beasy, I bet there isn't a man alive except him that knows that. <laughs> Aren't you ashamed of yourself taking all that money? What question are you going to take now? N- the ninety dollar. Uh, what the the ninth question? How much is that? Ninety dollars. Ninety dollars. What is the name of the mountain range separating France and Spain? Pyrenees. Pyrenees is right. You <laughs> now have one hundred ninety dollars. Say, I'm going to partners with him. You get over here and ask the question. <laughs> What a racket they got. <laughs> All right, I presume you want the $80 one now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> this is the last bus ride you take, huh? <laughs> what is the largest city in Switzerland? Zurich. Oh, boy, that's right. <laughs> you now have $270. All right, now you want the $60 <laughs> no, one. No, the $70. Oh, the $70 one. <laughs> All right, who owns the Virgin Islands? Uh, the United States. The United States is right. <laughs> well, you've gone all the way. You wind up with $340. Thanks and good luck for the Soto Plymouth dealers. Huh? <laughs> and that means, Groucho, that Mrs. Lewis and Mr. Tupper, the people who were just here, with their $340 in just one too. minute... Get a chance at the DeSoto Plymouth $3,000 question. Say, George, how are the Groucho special used cars doing? Oh, great, Groucho. Really? You bet your life. Folks are really finding out that the Groucho specials are the best used car buys in town. They've discovered that the Groucho special sticker is a DeSoto Plymouth dealer's way of pointing out his really good top value used cars. Isn't it hard to drive with that sticker right in the middle of the windshield? Well, no car with this sticker on it, Groucho, is hard to drive. Uh, Folks, remember the DeSoto Plymouth dealers get a lot of wonderful cars as trade-ins on the distinguished new DeSotos and Plymouths. They're all fine, dependable cars priced to fit the budget. Only a few are Groucho specials, though, because the DeSoto Plymouth dealers are mighty particular. They only put this Groucho special sticker on the very best, absolutely top-value cars. There just aren't many cars that deserve to be called Groucho specials. Naturally not. Look whose picture is on them. I'm hardly worthy of the name Groucho myself. Folks, stop in and see your DeSoto Plymouth dealer soon. Look over his wonderful stock of fine, used cars. Ask about his easy credit terms. Keep a special eye out for the outstanding used car buys of the day. The Groucho Special used cars. Yes, and when you drive in, tell them Groucho sent you. And here's the winning couple, Mrs. Lewis and Mr. Tupper, all set for the DeSoto Plymouth $3,000 question. All right, here we go for $3,000. Give you 15 seconds to decide on a single answer between you. Think carefully and please no help in the audience. Alfred Tennyson wrote a poem about a shipwrecked seaman who returns home to find his wife happily married to another. The name of the poem and the name of the seaman is the same. For $3,000, what is it? Talk it over. Ancient Mariner, isn't it? Ancient Mariner. 
All right, what is the answer you two have decided upon? Uh, 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 Silas Marno. No, you're flighting with her, but it's Enoch Arden. Uh, I'm sorry, that oh, means the big know. question next week will be worth $3,500. Well, they lost the big money, but how much did they win, George? Well, they went all the way in the quiz with $340. Well, that's not too bad. Thanks and good luck. Thank you very much. From the DeSoto Plymouth sorry you didn't win the big money. <laughs> Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday night at this same time for the Groucho Marx Show, when the big question will be worth $3,500. And don't miss Groucho's television show, also brought to you by the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America. And remember that the dealers who sell the outstanding 1954 DeSoto Automatic with fully automatic power flight transmission also have on display the remarkable new Plymouth, engineered and built to be your best buy in the low-priced field. DeSoto, Plymouth, two great new cars, both products of the Chrysler Corporation. And when you drive in, tell them Groucho sent you. Good night, folks, and remember... Just be sure to see the DeSoto Automatic. Folks, here's a reminder from the National Safety Council. When you're driving, slow down at sundown. You bet your life. Transcribed from Hollywood is produced by John Goodell. Directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith. This is George Fenneman signing off for the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast. You bet your life is heard by our armed forces throughout the world. Okay, from January 6th, 1954, You Bet Your Life with Groucho Marx. Does anybody listening to this podcast have one of those uh, Groucho special stickers from their car? Is that possible? There's still one of those out there? I don't have one. I have a great big banner in the other room of my uh, my building where I'm sitting here. I have a great big banner all rolled up that they used to have at the car lots um, with Groucho's picture on it, and it says um, something to the effect of uh, get your DeSoto Plymouth cars here and tell them Groucho sent you. That's a really cute-looking banner. It's huge, but I would like to know if anybody has an actual one of those stickers. That would be good to have. It would be small. It would be easier to display than my big banner that I can't display. So, anyway. All right. Um, I guess that's it for this this time. We'll be back next Tuesday with more drama, variety, and comedy. And we'll be back on Thursday with more artificial intelligence. We're still winding our way through uh, these great science fiction shows related to artificial intelligence. And we have a few more for you before we wrap up that series. So, again, Happy New Year to everybody. And um, we will see you next week. Thank you.